This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. I'm Mary Margaret Miller with Kamel King. And as we do every Friday, we'll be traveling across the state letting you know about events that make Mississippi great. Today, we're showcasing some holiday cheer. We're going to start our road trip off in Gulfport and speak with Mayor Billy Hughes about the Gulfport Harbor Lights Festival. Then we'll talk with Major Marco from Cathead Distillery about the upcoming Cathead Christmas Jam. Next, we'll chat with Jane Marie Dawkins with Grammy Museum Mississippi about their Blues Family Day on Saturday and end our trip with musical guest Mississippi Blues child Mr. Sip. So hold on tight because we're going for a ride here on Next Stop Mississippi. We'll be right back after the news. Support for NPR comes from NPR stations. Other contributors include Trader Joe's, where customers will find the Stroop Waffle Cookie Tin, imported from the Netherlands. The decorative tins contain thin Dutch waffle cookies, sandwiching a caramel filling. Available at Trader Joe's stores across the country. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller of Mississippi Today, joined as always by Visit Mississippi's Kamel King. And we're here again to take our weekly road trip yes, around yes. the state, a holiday road trip at that. Right. Uh, so glad to be back with you, our listeners, and uh, really appreciate you joining us every Friday morning to talk about all the great things happening around Mississippi. Uh, we've been celebrating a lot this December. Kamel and I were together last Saturday for the opening of the two Mississippi museums. Oh, yeah. And it was a really awesome day. It was a bluebird, blue sky kind of day. It was yeah, chilly. It was. Um, but there was an incredible gathering of people and um, just a great day to celebrate. I did not get to go through the museums that day. I was working and didn't have the opportunity to really carve out the time to go through that day. Uh, but I'm going next week, yeah. and I hear wonderful things about the exhibits. Oh, yes. I mean, oh, my God, you've got to go to them. Uh, I can't express enough how beautiful they are, how honest they are. Uh, I mean, geniusly curated, and uh, uh, the event was just the best. Uh, it was cold outside, but not too cold. The snow was melting. It was a perfect December day, and I mean, you just should have heard Governor Winter and heard uh, Merle Evers, and just the speeches that they gave were just so inspiring. It was a, I mean, a true opening for the museum. Truly. Uh, Mississippi in the national spotlight, that's for sure. And uh, speaking of Mississippi in the national spotlight, we're starting our show off today with a special guest. Mayor Billy Hughes is with us from Gulfport. And we're here with Mayor Hughes to talk about the Gulfport Harbor Lights Winter Festival. Welcome, Mayor Hughes. Good morning and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Well, I don't want to bury the lead. We want to talk about the Harbor Lights Festival, but we um, have some big news about a Lifetime movie filmed in Gulfport called Christmas in Mississippi that just debuted last week. And uh, this has been a really great celebration of all the great things happening in Gulfport. It really is. Uh, and it, it turned out to be pretty remarkable in how it came together. Daniel Lewis is a talented young director who uh, took advantage of the state's uh, film credits um, that no longer exist, but they filmed a number of movies in this area. 
for uh, the Sci-Fi Channel, Hallmark, Lifetime, different different television movies, maybe TV movies. And he brought his family to the Harbor Lights last year and just fell in love with it. And he see in the backdrop, he said, "We got to we got to film a movie on this. I can write a story around it, uh, you know, a love story." So like he moved away, came back, and he really got conceptual of this pretty quickly. But at the about the time he was putting it together. The film credits were running out. They said, what can y'all do? We'd love to do it. We want to showcase Belfort. It's a great city, and people are going to find that this light show is unbelievable, and it is. As a matter of fact, jumping ahead, people are asking us, that's not a real place, is it? That, that <laughs> show isn't real, but it's it's pretty phenomenal, and you have to you can't just drive by it on Highway 90, which is cool to see. It's, it's immersive. But back to Daniel, we said, I'll tell you what, you know, we did some negotiating, found some sponsorships locally. To offset the loss of the uh, film credits, and we went ahead and put these 65-foot trees up in July. Wow! Um, and, and that was an expense that we were going to bear, but we figured, you know, it's, it's, if it turns out well, it's going to be a great promotional piece for Gulf Ford and the coast, and hopefully the state. And it turns out that the, the, the film exceeded his expectations; it, it exceeded ours, and importantly, a lifetime folks. Uh, they were knocked out. As a matter of fact. They have selected this movie to be their premier um, feature um, throughout the Christmas season. So uh, it's, it's pretty neat. So if you get to see the movie, it's a good story. And all of these are feel-good, uh, happy ending stuff. But uh, I'm a little biased, but I think it's better than most. It's well-acted, well-shot, good script. So everybody seems to be pleased with it. Well, I, I read on, on the City of Gulfport Facebook page that Christmas in Mississippi, this Lifetime movie that was filmed in Gulfport and aired on December 9th, got 1.3 million views oh, that's great. in the first airing. That's Incredible. Great. And and as you said, Mayor, an extended version will air on Christmas night on Lifetime at 7 p.m. Now, you just can't get a better slot than that. Exactly. You, you can't. And check the um, – they're, they're, they're ad, actually adding more showing, so they may be adjusting that schedule. So just check the lifetime. I, I, I need to get an update on that. But, but check that as well to make sure because they're actually putting more out. So they may move that particular date. But it's a, it's a really cool feature. What is also neat is because they, you know, they featured it in Gulfport and they just, you know, uh, a lot of locals – we have people already coming into town looking for triplet day drugs, uh, looking for murky water, oh, wow. wanting to see the lights. Uh, so it's already had an impact on tourism, which is one of the reasons we started the Harbor Lights Festival three years ago to extend our tourism season and have a grand celebration down here. And as y'all know, Jones Park is just a uh, just a great feature spot. We call it Mississippi's front yard for a long time, uh, right on the harbor. Uh, so it's just, it's just uh, everything came together quite well. But uh, Harbor Lights itself has been recognized as a number one um, a Christmas draw, Christmas attraction in Mississippi. Nice. Well, I tell you, Mayor Hughes, I'd like to know your opinion on uh, why so many great things go on on the coast, because you guys just have a mixed bag all year of beautiful things happening. Uh, the community is very open uh, to all type of different ideas. So sitting on high as mayor, what is it about the coast that allows you guys to just do so many different things? I don't know about on high, but it's, it's we have a collaborative approach to things. As you know, we started talking about uh, you know, a one coast uh, grassroots initiative where we understand that um, sometimes we, we compete against one another, and that's fine. Uh, Governor Bryan has a term, co-opetition. And, uh, you know, I, I want everything I can get in Gulfport, but I understand it's not all going to come here, but we've got this beautiful coastline, coastal community. And what is neat about the diversity of the uh, different cities, everybody has their own personality. But when visitors come or economic developers come or businesses, they, they, they see us as the coast not one particular city or another. So we really kind of try to change our mindset on how we 
how we approach things and understand that we want more folks to come, we know what we've got from a food standpoint, from the people. You know, we're very hostile. And the natural resources, my gosh, you've got, you know, river streams, bios, beaches, islands, what, what, and the climate is perfect year-round. So we're just trying to capitalize on that. And we're finding when people get here, they some folks have their own, you know, version or view of what Mississippi is, which is quite often wrong, and they're blown away. They said, man, I had no house, no idea how nice it was, and the people are just phenomenal. So yeah. we're really pushing that. And um, if, I, if I did anything as mayor when I came in five years ago, uh, is I, I, I put together a pretty doggone good team. So we keep the pedal pressed down every day knowing that, um, you know, we got some people to serve, we got a lot to celebrate, and uh, there are opportunities that we don't want them to pass us by. Well, Mayor Hughes, one of the things that always impresses me about working with folks on the Gulf Coast is just how organized y'all are. Mm -hmm. It's a well-oiled machine, and and that brings me back to Harbor Lights Festival uh, happening through December. And you've you've really kind of figured it all out, that you've offered walking tours for folks, but you can also uh, take a heated trolley through this literal winter wonderland. Uh, Without a doubt. You know, Santa's there every night. Uh, We have entertainment. Um, uh, you know, three days a week on the, on the weekends, Thursday through Sunday. Uh, the Coast Big Band is playing this weekend, so there's is really a lot to see. Uh, you know, Fishbone Alley, uh, which is just in the, adjacent to the downtown area, has become a destination within a destination. We've received national awards. What we did, we took a unsightly, smelly old alley right in the middle of our restaurant <laughs> district and um, converted it. We got took some old pavers from the original streets at Gulfport. Got local artists to put um, their own vibe into it, so it's a place where we'd like to keep it funky. And uh, it's become a draw, um, and people are using it more and more all the time. So we're looking for ways, you know, to try to tie all of Gulfport together and make it attractive. We've invested um, in our sportsplex, uh, $8 million expansion, adding more fields. We're, we're a regional draw there. So we're kind of having a larger view. This is a great place to create a sense of place. You know, that you talk about quality of life. Uh, we don't talk about building a new road or upgrading a road without a bike path. Um, mm-hmm. sidewalks, those sorts of things, things that are important to folks to get out and enjoy, you know, what we have down here. Well, Mayor Hughes, uh, there's so much to take in with Harbor Lights Festival. Yeah. It's it's acres of lights and uh, multiple experiences. There are uh, sort of train rides and carnival rides. What would you say is your favorite element of, of this big celebration? Hey, Margaret, I have to say it's the actual, uh, the 12 65-foot trees themselves. Mm. Yeah. If you haven't been there, you've seen these things on YouTube where they have these competitions where uh, lights are synchronized at the house to music and stuff. Sure. Um, Rusty Walker, our council president, it was kind of his brainchild. I'll give him that credit for sure. Uh, but uh, we got a sponsor through Island View uh, to help us pay uh, for the initial uh, cost of these. It, it, it's not... It, 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 it's not cheap. It, it, it uh, takes a lot of money, a lot of effort. We start building this thing out about two months in advance of Thanksgiving, which is the day after we do it. But the lights themselves are immersive. With the sound and the lights, it's almost a show. Uh, you got a you know a two-hour movie you can sit there and watch if you want to sit there mm-hmm. and, and take your kids. But we've already had 20,000 people come this year. Last year we had a total of 60, over 60,000 folks show up. So we're expecting huge crowds up between now and um, New Year's. Um, and it's just something if you you have to see it and get in it to appreciate it. So every time I go there, you know, feel maybe I'm a little jaded or cynical about things, and I've seen it, but it knocks me out every time I go down because there's something fresh and new to see. The Ferris wheel and the rides are a great draw, of course, for children. It's just a, overall a fantastic family affair on on what really is the finest harbor on the Gulf of Mexico.
Absolutely. Exactly. Um, the Gulfport Harbor Lights Winter Festival is open nightly from 5.30 to 9.30. Um, and Elfie selfie stations throughout the park, which is just too much fun. Uh, Mayor Hughes, tell our listeners where they can go to learn more about uh, the, this Festival of Lights and all the activities taking place. Um, you can go online. The, there's, there's a link uh, far, far uh, on the City of Gulfport webpage. You can check that out. Um, there are plenty of links just online. Just just go online and do a Google search on uh, Gulfport Harbor Lights Festival, and you'll find all you need to know. But you can't miss it. Take 49, go due south, and you're going to run right into it. <laughs> That's uh, right. Yeah, but it, it really is a beautiful spectacle. Now, uh, before we uh, leave the show today, Mayor, we, we are come, we're going to go out with a very special song, one that you wrote for Christmas in Mississippi. Tell us a little bit about this tune. <laughs> Well, as we got to know Daniel, you know, you find out about folks, and they knew that learned that I had a band and write music, and they just asked me if I'd be interested in writing a tune for the uh, for the show. And I said, well, of course, you've got, you don't have to ask me twice. But <laughs> I wrote one that was um, after learning the storyline uh, that was a little traditional. They said, let's do something a little more Mississippi. It's nice, but let's try that. So I did a contemporary one that do some harmonica in, and they said that's great, but let's can you do something more blues? I said, I bet I can. Let me see what I can do. And so. Uh, I came up with a blues tune and uh, got together with some guys and laid down a track and overlaid some vocals. And uh, next thing you know, um, not only did they use it in part of the movie, they opened and closed the movie with it. So I'm glad they liked it. Uh, I think that the uh, you, you can check it out on iTunes. Um, yeah, but the lyrics really talk about Mississippi in general and Mississippi Christmas and everything from family. And there's a little break that talks about B.B. wanting uh blues guitar and Elvis wanting some blue suede shoes and, uh, so it, it was fun to write uh, fun to play and I'm glad they liked it so it's, a, it's, a, it's a, turned out pretty neat nice well thank you Mayor Billy Hughes for being on Next Stop Mississippi with us this morning it is time for us to take a quick break but when we return we'll speak with Major Marco from Cathead Distillery about the upcoming Cathead Christmas Jam this is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio it's Christmas in the Southland Lights and hear the sound. Her bringing Rudolph. Charlie Brown's got the tree. Frosty's got his top hat. Just need you here with me. The cracker brought the fruitcake. Little drum is going down. It's a wonderful life with my baby down to town. Guess who came home for Christmas? A holiday surprise. Another Christmas present. steps to your front door. MPB News covers the state like no one else. Our team of award-winning journalists keeps you informed on the news affecting your life. MPB News, online at mpbonline.org and on MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller with Mississippi Today, joined by Visit Mississippi's Camille King. And if you're just joining us before the break, before the break, we spoke with Mayor Billy Hughes of Gulfport about the Gulfport Harbor Lights Winter Festival and this awesome new Lifetime movie called Christmas in Mississippi, mm-hmm. which will certainly be on my DVR coming up. Uh, it's not Christmas until you've watched a Lifetime movie. I'm telling you, right? Even Kamel, <laughs> the manliest man I know. Manliest man you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been a great day on the show, and we're really pleased to have in studio with us today Taylor Leatherwood and Major Marco of Cathead Distillery. Welcome, guys. 
Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. It's Glad always to fun here. to have Cathead in the studio. Yeah, <laughs> we enjoy it. <laughs> These are our good friends at Cathead Distillery, which is located in downtown Jackson. Just a beautiful space. Um, I always say this is the most family-friendly hangout in Jackson, which we need yeah. more of. Um, and you've got a really special family-oriented event coming up this Saturday. Taylor, tell us a little bit about what's going on. Yeah, Mary Margaret. So I'm glad you said that. Um, Cathead is super family friendly. Um, And so the point of the Cathead Christmas Jam, which is our second annual one, um, is, you know, this Saturday, a lot of people are going to be Christmas shopping in the morning and kind of hustling and bustling. So we want to give them something to do in the afternoon, just some way to let loose, kind of really take advantage of the holidays and really enjoy, you know, the week before Christmas. So um, we're going to have live music by the Davis Cohen Band. Cocktails and Chili by Hallamals. Um, we've partnered with Yingling Brewery to throw this party. Um, pictures with Santa from 2 to 4. Um, the music from 4 to 7. Um, and there's just going to be a whole lot going on. Arts and crafts for kids. Um, tours on the hour every hour. So it's just a fun day for all sorts of ages. Well, Cathead always has some unique things going on. And, I mean, it seems like you guys are always coming up with ideas to really bring the community into your place and to join in with them. How do you guys even come up with the different ideas and themes of what you want to do for the community? Well, a lot of that is uh, growing up here in Jackson, there wasn't a lot of stuff for us to do like this. And so uh, the owners and Taylor and I and and the production guys, we all just kind of come up with them. And we look for things that we want to do. And so... Um, as we've grown up in the Cathead family over the last seven and a half years, um, our lives have changed. We have wives and kids now and families of our own. And so looking for something fun and different as opposed to standing out in the cold. And uh, when Santa comes to visit certain places, we want to offer parents a place to come and sit down and relax and have a cocktail, have a beer, and, and just enjoy some Family time without all the mess of yeah. the holidays. I <laughs> know that's right. <laughs> Let's simply put, put it. Yeah. Simply put. Well, I am excited. This is a free event. The pictures with Santa are from 2 to 4, and then live music from 4 to 7 with Davis Cohen Band. Always a good time there. And, you know, I, I love that you talk about sort of the Cathead family growing up because uh, you guys really are growing. Uh, you're the first and oldest Mississippi distillery. Uh, but I feel like every time I come down to the distillery, something new is happening something's been built out uh tell us a little bit about the company i mean what do you look like now well in the seven and a half years that we have been in business we've grown a lot um just this year we kicked off uh four new markets so we're distributed 17 markets from texas up to the mid-atlantic dc maryland delaware um we've got 19 full-time employees so um, we're creating jobs all around the south and, and here in mississippi as well and so uh, as a as a company, we're just trying to grow as a brand, and we're trying to create something that all Mississippians can be proud of and take with them as they travel for the holidays or as people come home to visit them. We want we want folks to to show us off, much like the breweries do. Um, as as Taylor mentioned, we partnered with Yingling and uh, John Smith. Mary Margaret, you may remember John from the picnic a couple of times, but oh, uh, sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we're just trying to create a brand and a culture that that fits everybody in Mississippi. Well, that's great. Now, you know, I was on the Cathead website this morning, which is so well designed and just, you know, I'm kind of a design freak. So I enjoy that so much. Uh, But most people think of Cathead and they think of vodka. But you do, um, you have six products in the market now, maybe even more. Wow. We do. We've got, uh, we have our our original vodka and then we have two flavors, honeysuckle and pecan. And then we've also got a gin. It's called Bristow Gin. Um, 
named after one of our owner's wife's maiden name. He gave it to her on their on their wedding day. Wow. Uh, we have a barrel-aged gin, a, a chicory liqueur, and then we've got some other surprises up our sleeve that that could come out in 2018, but they may wait a little longer. So, Well, let me tell you, my friend, that honeysuckle is the bomb. I love that. Look, <laughs> I've gone crazy it's on that fun. honeysuckle. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> yes, it is. Well, if you're good, Kamel, maybe Santa will bring you some honeysuckle vodka good. this year. <laughs> well, Santa's got to come down and pick up his yearly allocation of booze from the distillery. So there that's, you go. That's why we got to have him. <laughs> this is what fuels Christmas in Mississippi, guys. This is the truth. Um, now, you mentioned that on Saturday, in addition to having live music and Santa, you're going to have some arts and crafts. And I believe you'll also be open for some holiday shopping in and of your, um, your own uh, merchandise. Absolutely. So there's a retail store on site. There's all sorts of merchandise from shirts to sweatshirts, um, little goodies for your, you know, home bar, um, some wine openers, rocks, glasses, just fun stuff, tumblers, just all sorts of stuff. So if you still have a few things you have to pick up, they're there. Um, and then there's also a package store separately on site. Um, that's wow, available. As I well. did not realize so, that. Yes, it has to be taken <laughs> home with you. Um, but yes, it's available on site as well. So wow. yeah, just got that open. Six months ago or so. Okay. Beautiful. Great. Now, where can I get that snazzy jacket that you have <laughs> At on? the merchandise store. You got those? Exactly. Those are we nice. Do. Yeah. We do. Major has on a nice black uh, zip-up uh, sort of... Um, Wind resistant. Yeah, but it looks, it looks yeah. super cool. It's, very it's just flat. kind of a middle jacket. You know, you don't need anything too heavy in Mississippi, but right. in a morning like today, it's windy and chilly, and so this this helps. Yeah. Well, that's great. Now, tell us what uh, what we can expect from Cathead in 2018. More events, more products, uh, more live music. More honeysuckle. <laughs> more honeysuckle, more honeysuckle. Um, all of the above, Mary Margaret. We're going to be doing as many events as we can. We'll do crawfish boils in the spring. We'll have our, our annual birthday bash, the Cathead Jam, in uh, in June. So we've got a lot on our plate in 2018, and then some more growth regionally as well. Well, you guys really are great ambassadors for Mississippi. I think often we think about our artists, our musicians, our performers as our Mississippi ambassadors. They're the ones kind of traveling and getting uh, the good word about Mississippi out into different parts of the U.S. and abroad. Yeah. And Cat Cathead Vodka is tr literally traveling on the U.S. doing the same. We're trying to. Um, we've got, as, as I mentioned earlier, we've got a lot of folks that are spread out throughout the South that are uh, our market managers, and they, they help to cultivate um, the brand and build the brand up because it's it's tough in, in the booze business. And so um, relationships and, and kindness and family and all of those things are part of our company culture and are part of Mississippi and really kind of things that we like to promote all of the time. So. Um, well, that's, that's great. That's how we build it. Now, I, I'm ashamed to say that I have not been on a distillery tour. I've been to the distillery many times, but I get there and I get distracted. I talk to Me friends, either. you know. I, and it's on Groupon. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to actually, like, do this. Um, but, Taylor, can you tell us a little kind of a, a condensed version of what a tour experience is like? So the tour experience is great. Um, you come in. They're on the hour every hour. Last one's always at five. Um, you get a tour of the entire space. You get to see all parts, equipment, um, people even working if you come on Thursday or Friday. Um, you get to learn about the history of Cathead, kind of how it got started. Um, and then you also get to learn about the distillation process and just everything that goes into it. Um, if you're lucky, you might get to, you know, touch some of the ingredients, things like that. Um, but and then at the end of the tour, you get a tasting. Mm -hmm. um, and by law, it's only about four quarter ounce pours 
of taste, but it's just enough to kind of taste um, the products and things like that. And then you also each leave with an etched shot glass and sticker. So it's just kind of a fun, really cool tour. It's about 30 to 45 minutes in total. Um, So then you can afterwards drink beer, play games, hang out, as y'all have done before. Um, But it's a really, really great experience. Wow, that's too cool. And a great thing for folks to do when they've got family visiting in town over the holidays, something to get out and enjoy. I know a lot of people are going to be spending time downtown, going to the Bicentennial Exhibition, picturing Mississippi at the Museum of Art, checking out the two new museums, and then, of course, Mm -hmm. all all of the great museums like Smith-Robertson, Old Capitol, that are mainstays in downtown Jackson. So another stop off on your downtown uh, list of experiences. There you go. So I encourage everybody to come out. So, again, tell Tell us the details for tomorrow and where folks can go to learn more about uh, everything Cathead. Perfect. So tomorrow, technically, the hours are going to be 1 to 7 p.m. Santa is going to be there from 2 to 4 p.m. Um, and the, they'll be doing Pictures with Santa um, by Ron Blaylock. Live music by the Davis Cone Band is going to be from 4 to 7. Um, there's free admission, all ages welcome. Um, arts and crafts all day for kids. Um Cocktails and Chili by Hallamals. Um, Yingling has brought a bunch of beer. Um, and then we will also have um, tours on the hour every hour. Um, and if you want any more information, you can find it on the Facebook event page, Cathead Christmas Jam, or catheaddistillery.com. And um, email tours at Cathead Distillery with any questions or concerns. Wow, great. Well, we really appreciate you being in studio with us. We've been talking with Taylor Leatherwood and Major Marco of Cathead Distillery here in downtown Jackson, Mississippi. It is time for us to take another break, but when we get back, we're going to speak with our friend Jane Marie Dawkins. She's with Grammy Museum Mississippi, and we'll be here to talk about the Blues Family Day. This is Next Stop Mississippi, and we'll be right back after the break. can be just what the doctor ordered. Join me, Meredith Michelle, with WJSU's Evening Jazz, 7 to 10 weeknights on MPB Music Radio. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller. If you're just tuning in before the break, we spoke with Major Marco and Taylor Leatherwood of Cathead Distillery about their upcoming Cathead Christmas Jam that's taking place tomorrow, Saturday, in downtown Jackson from 1 to 7. Live music, Santa Claus, distillery tours, lots of fun things happening there. And uh, we're going to move right along. And uh, uh, joined on the phone, we've got Jane Marie Dawkins with Grammy Museum, Mississippi. Welcome, Jane Marie. Thank you. Good morning. How's it going in Cleveland, Mississippi, Jane Marie? It is cold. Is it? <laughs> it is cold, but we've got a school group here right now, and we are just busy as usual. 
Well, Jane Marie, so exciting. A big Christmas season uh, at the museum. I'm sure lots of folks are gifting uh, memberships to Grammy Museum Mississippi for Christmas. The, the older I get, the more I realize like what a wonderful gift it is to give someone a museum membership. It's, you know, yeah. the gift literally that keeps on giving. So mm-hmm. when you're like desperate to get out of your house with your children and you can just you're go right. to another space. Um, but I digress, yeah. um, Jane Marie. But we, we are here to talk about family. And that's the Blues Family Day you have. Uh, happening tomorrow, Saturday the 16th, uh, starting at 10 a.m. 10 a.m., yes. Um, so right when we open, it starts family day, and it lasts until 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Now, what was the uh, idea of Blues Family Day, just to expose the community or open your doors? How did you guys come up with uh, Blues Family Day? So we do family days. Um, we now do them every other month. Um, it is really something that was one of our goals uh, when we opened to have a family event, a regular family event with different programming for all ages to be able to come out and do something educational, fun, entertaining, you know, be active because we've had also like dance workshops and things like that here too. Um, so really something for all ages for families to come out and do together. And we now are able to offer these family days half price admission. One of them each year is completely free. Um, but we have half price admission this Saturday thanks to King's Daughters and Sons Circle Number 2. So uh, it makes it really even more accessible for families to come. And members, um, like Mary Margaret was talking about our membership, members are always free. So it's really um, a full day of lots of different activities and performances and very affordable Really exciting. Now, Jane Marie, in addition to um, uh, the Blues Family Day, uh, you've also got a lot of programming happening throughout uh, this kind of 10 to 2 hour. Talk to us a little bit about that. Yes. So we partner with the Delta Arts Alliance, our local arts organization, and they um, bring artists over to do activities that are inspired by our exhibits. Right now we have the John Lee Hooker King of the Boogie exhibit. John Lee Hooker was a Mississippi native. So we'll have that until February 18th, and this is just another way to celebrate that. We also have some items that belong to Michael Jackson, which is really cool. Wow. And we celebrated that with our Pop Family Day in October. Um, But this one is going to be all about the blues. Now, Jay Marie, I want to circle back to this John Lee Hooker King of the Boogie exhibit. Uh, Tell our listeners a little more about this exhibit because it's it's really important and and pretty uh, special for you guys. Yes, um, we were able to premiere that exhibit here. It has not been seen anywhere else. It will eventually go to our sister museum in Los Angeles, um, but it was put together by his family, his daughters, and um, the Kia and Diane have both been to the museum. They're amazing, special people um, that we are really honored to have on our team, you know, really to be behind this museum. They're very excited for the exhibit and for Grammy Museum Mississippi. And uh, his manager as well, Mike Pappas, loaned some items for this exhibit. So it's really cool, and especially that we got to premiere it here, and it is celebrating 100 years. It would have been his 100th birthday this August. So it is also a celebration of um, 100 years of John Lee Hooker. And, Jay Marie, you guys just have a wonderful uh, itinerary of things going on. I mean, you've got art activities by the Delta Arts Alliance. Then you've got performances by uh, students playing uh, the drum. Tell us more about what's going on with the students. And then how did you guys pick Mr. Sip, the wonderful Mr. Sip? The wonderful Mr. Sip. For the rest of our activities that day, um, I mentioned the art activities. 
It's also um, some students from D.M. Smith Elementary School here in Cleveland. They have been involved with Delta Arts Alliance for this past semester, and they'll be doing a drumming performance on the front porch. So that'll be really cool. And then at 1 o'clock, there'll be a, a performance with uh, Mr. Ziff, who's from the Macomb, Mississippi area. He's won an International Blues Challenge Award. Um, he'll be here performing from 1 to 2, and uh, there will be a Q&A with him as a part of that as well. And it will take place in our soundstage. We have a lot of people don't realize, like, yes, we are a museum, but we're also a performance venue. And we have a lot of different performance areas. And one of those is our soundstage inside the museum that seats 130 people. Um, so it's really intimate. And uh, the guests, our audience, will get to just ask questions to Mr. Soap directly. And he is really honored to be here. And we hope to have him back again more in the future. But definitely come and check him out tomorrow while we have half price admission. Well, that's exciting. We're going to have a little sneak peek of your Q&A with Mr. Sip. Um, after this segment, he's going to be on the show uh, here to talk with us about his work and his music and, of course, his appearance at Grammy Museum Mississippi tomorrow. Um, Jane Marie, so much has happened in 2017. It's been a banner year for the Grammy Museum. Tell us a little bit about what we might expect in 2018. So, well, more exhibits, more Mississippi highlights. Um, more people that we are really excited to celebrate. I want to tell you more, but I also want to keep it exciting for our official announcements. Um, but we will have a couple more special exhibits coming in in 2018, as well as we do Grammy Week programming, um, the week of the Grammys. And this year, that's the end of January. Um, the Grammys are in New York City this year, so and things change up a little bit. Usually it's in February, but we'll have lots of different activities and guests coming in that last week of January. So for school groups, for visitors just wanting to come check it out, that's a great time, too. And then um, February, we have a lot of programming as well. Melvin Williams will be here in February. Oh, man, and my then, man, Melvin. Um, yes, Melvin Williams of the Williams Brothers. And we have um, our next exhibit will open in March, and then that will also celebrate our second year, which so, is incredible. It's amazing to think we've been open for two years. Well, and congratulations on that. It's no small feat. A lot of hard work goes into keeping the doors open and, and making sure that people have an incredible experience when they're in the museum, literally from the gift shop yeah. to the exhibits yeah. to the programs to the tours. So hats off to you and, and everyone over at uh, Grammy Museum Mississippi. I know it is a team effort. Now, Jane Marie, I, I have my curiosity has peaked, but um, tell, tell us why, why are the Grammys moving from L.A. to New York this year? Um, well, the I guess it was the Olympics. Is that right, Nateri? I have Nateri in here with me. She's our new marketing communications manager. Mm -hmm. And then also they do New York because they wanted to make that like an anniversary special. It's 60 years of the Grammys this year. Oh, um, wow. This, you know, wow. There was the date change and then also the location change. So it will go back to Los Angeles next year. But it really was just um, a way to celebrate where how the Recording Academy got started, where they originally aired. Um, and then also there's so much music industry in New York. So, you know, we want to celebrate that and honor that as well. And those artists go to L.A. a lot and especially for the Grammys each year. So this year they're bringing it to them. Well, that's very cool. And, yes. and hopefully a lot of those New York artists will find their way to Grammy Museum Mississippi and continue this uh, great run you're having of performances, of of real engagement with the artists. You're not just going in for a concert. You're really going in to learn. Yeah. Uh, and I think yeah. that's uh, the experience there is just priceless. Yes, indeed. 
Well, thank you. Yes, we hope that everyone gets a chance to come in. If you're from Mississippi, you should definitely come check it out. Um, but we've had people come from almost every state and uh, I believe 13 different countries now. So it's definitely um, an asset to have here. We're proud of it. We're proud of our Mississippians that we honor in the museum, and we hope everyone else will get to come and see that. Well, thank you, Jane Marie. Tell our listeners uh, where they can go to learn more about this weekend and about the Grammy Museum overall. Sure. Just go to grammymuseummf.org. Be sure to put the MS on the end of that, or you will end up on the Los Angeles website, and you'll be very (laughs) confused. It happens all the time. (laughs) But grammymuseummf.org. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Just look up Grammy Museum Mississippi and Grammy Museum MS, and you will find us. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for your time, and we look forward to getting to know Nacheri in the new year, and I wish you all a happy holidays. It is time for another break, but when we return, we'll be joined by Mississippi Blues child Mr. Sip. You don't want to miss this. Don't want to miss it. Don't go away. We'll be right back, and this is Next Stop Mississippi. Podcasts of your favorite MPB Think Radio programs are available now. With any podcast app, you can search, subscribe, and never miss a second of MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller with Mississippi Today, joined by Visit Mississippi's Kamel King. We've been having a lot of fun on the show today. We started off in Gulfport speaking with Mayor Billy Hughes about the Gulfport Harbor Lights Winter Festival. Yes, yes. Uh, a beautiful display of, of holiday lights. You can walk through, you can drive through, you can visit Santa. They have um, a, a, a carousel. They have the 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 big wheel, what's the, that big called? Ferris wheel. The Ferris wheel. Oh, my wheel. daughter would love that. She is so in love with Ferris wheels. I mean, we would probably have to get on that seventeen times back to back before we could do anything. <laughs> You'd spend else. the five thirty to nine thirty uh, open hours on on the Ferris wheel. Well, can you imagine that? What that view is right there on the on the Gulf Coast in the oh harbor of God. the water of the lights. I'm sure it's super magical, and you can experience that magic um, on the Lifetime Movie Network with Christmas in Mississippi, right. which was filmed in Gulfport and and set as at the Gulfport Harbor Lights. I believe the plot goes like this. Uh, you know, small town girl moves away, returns home to help with the Christmas festival, mm-hmm. and rekindles a love with a high school sweetheart. Oh, well, that's what I'm talking about. I'm just so glad uh, to see major things being done and filmed here. That is just so awesome. It's, it's always so many resources that people can come in from outside and take advantage of. And when they get here, they just find out there's no reason to even leave. We've got so many locations, so 
many things to do, so many places to stay. Well, that's true. This is the third Lifetime movie film that's been filmed in Gulfport. And, you know, Nina Parikh and her team over at the Mississippi Film Office are just doing a bang-up job. So hats off to them. We know a lot more good things are coming in 2018. We also spoke with our friends over at Cathead Distillery, which, uh, you know, I often say it's uh, unsuspecting, but truly the most family-friendly gathering place uh, around town. They're having a special family event on Saturday featuring Santa Claus, um, children's activities with arts and crafts, and also live music. So a little something for everyone. And then um, we later uh, talked to our friends up in Cleveland at uh, Grammy Museum, Mississippi. And man... I mean, for Mississippi to have the only other Grammy Museum outside of literally on Olympic Boulevard across from the Staples Center, you know, in L.A. is just such a huge honor for us. And I mean, I I just got to say it. We deserve it. You know, if you took 13 states and put them together, you would not have the amount of Grammy Award winners and nominees that Mississippi boasts. Uh, So just our heritage, our contribution to the industry, you know, to music at large, entertainment at large. And even when you go to the Grammy Museum in L.A., you just see so much influence by our artists uh, that is is ridiculous. So the symbiotic relationship is just is just there. Wow. Well, really exciting. And again, just a great team uh, in that museum working hard every day to make sure that people have access and that the programs are truly top notch. So really exciting stuff. And, you know, I know that there are things happening all around Mississippi this weekend that are holiday related, that are just hometown related. So if you do have something happening in your community that you want to share with us, please give us a call. That number is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. I know that I'm going to try to uh, sneak out of work a little bit early no, today. You don't. No, I know. you don't. I'm making it public <laughs> so that way it, it might happen. Um, and, uh, and take my little girl to see the trains at the Mississippi Department of Archives and History. Oh, wow. Now, this is a long-running uh, program that they host during the Christmas season uh, where they set up this incredible uh, model train exhibit mm-hmm. and you can go in it's free and just check out the trains and it's pretty magical but I believe it's only open during the week of, of course you yeah. know so I might try to make my way over there today to you know uh, spark some holiday cheer yeah, before the weekend yeah it's time and I love those pictures I saw of Wheezy with the uh, the snowman that, that you guys built and everything that was so cute wow and, uh, yes Kamel and I got out we braved Jackson's most beautiful snow <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) to be here on Next Stop Mississippi on air with you guys, our great listeners. And uh, what a fun day that was. A really beautiful snow we had in Jackson. Um, I I saw a friend last night at a holiday party, and he told me he saw video of someone actually skiing in Mississippi. Are you serious? Now, um, I haven't seen this video yet, so I cannot confirm. But, you know, there was a a great T-shirt back in the 90s that said Ski Mississippi, and it had sort of a cross-country skier going over a, a field. Of, of white cotton uh, and it was wow. just you know a cool and, and funny thing but so this but this uh this friend says he was act he actually saw someone snow skiing it in was Mississippi. Enough. it was enough for a little while i mean the snow flurry came in so unexpected and and 
it was it was a lot. But uh, I know I'm planning on taking my daughter to uh, the Richardson Light Show uh, on tonight. It's going on through December 27th, and we're gonna my my parents and my grandmother and my daughter. We're just gonna all go down uh, to the Richardson Light so, Show. It's at uh, 219 Sundial Road in Madison, Mississippi, and uh, they've just got hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of lights uh, down there, and it's just gonna be something that I know my uh, little four-year-old is going to truly enjoy. So that'll be our next stop for tonight and maybe a little uh, eggnog after that. My dad makes some great eggnog and the great spiked eggnog, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only kind, I believe. I know, except for the kitties. <laughs> That's right. Exactly, exactly. So, again, uh, if you do have um, holiday programs happening in your community that you want to share, please give us a call at 877-672-7464. That's 877-MPB-RING. Now, Camille, I know that uh, you guys at Visit Mississippi have had a banner year uh, with Mississippi's Bicentennial. It's been a great year. We've um, had a lot to celebrate and a lot of real conversations um, about Mississippi history, how complicated it is, but really about what we want Mississippi to be as we move forward into our next 200 years. So as you move into 2018, tell us about a couple of the plans you have uh, in the tourism office. Well, uh, there are many trails that are... Uh, being extended. Uh, The Mississippi Blues Trail is just celebrating its 200th Blues Trail marker, which ended uh, earlier in November with uh, the Rocket 88 marker in Lyon, Mississippi, right outside of Clarksdale. So it capped off with the Bicentennial with 200 markers, which is a monumental monumental thing for the Blues Trail. Uh, And of course, with the two museums opening up uh, last weekend, that really just capped off the Mississippi Bicentennial the right way with the History Museum and the Civil Rights Museum opening up. And thousands of people, I don't have the numbers just yet, but thousands of people went through time tours over the two days, uh, completely sold out. Uh, and everyone who was coming out of there were either, either teared up or they were just in awe of what Mississippi has right now. So uh, this year is just ending so great. Next year, we're now in talks of starting the Mississippi Writers Trail. Uh, so that'll be honoring a lot of the iconic writers because, uh, you know, of course, we're known for food and for our music and uh, and civil rights. But I mean, just our impact in the literary uh, in journalism is, is just wide and far. And so a trail will now be started to uh, commemorate that. Well, that's exciting. We certainly do have a lot of uh, authors from Mississippi who've been celebrated historically, uh, but a lot of up and coming authors as well. Jasmine Ward, who won the National Book Award again, was in Jackson this week to uh, sign her new book, um, Sing Unburied Sing. So again, you know, just so many great writers really coming up in Mississippi right now. I can't keep up. I mean, yeah. I really I want to read more than I have time to read, but it is a very, a very exciting time. And uh, again, Again, lots of um, of great things happening now, artists to celebrate now. Speaking of, uh, there's a, an annual event in Jackson that I always enjoy um, called Price to Move. Mm-hmm. And this is an affordable art show that's hosted by local artists. Uh, it will be today, Friday the 15th, and tomorrow, Saturday the 16th, at Lucky Town Brewery. Mm. Uh, so artists of all different mediums gather in the Lucky Town space. They set up uh, little booths, little uh, spaces to display their works. 
and it becomes a very affordable way to get those last-minute gifts, um, and it's just a lot of fun. So if you want to support independent art and you want to get something very unique for your loved ones, um, check out Price to Move. I believe they might be in their eighth year this year. Wow. That's my kind of thing right there, affordability and uh, nice art, because people get these expensive prints of artists that they have probably never seen before, but buy local. Right. You know, support your local well, artists. Well, your sister is an artist, oh, so you Harris understand King, this. Oh, Harris King, she is absolutely um, fantastic, and her stuff I would put up against anybody. Well, that's great. Now, we do have on the lines with this Mr. Sip, Mississippi Blues child, jo- uh, joining us on the show. Welcome, Mr. Sip. Good morning. Good morning. We are so pleased to have you on the show today. We've been on the phone with our friends at Grammy Museum Mississippi talking about your performance tomorrow at the museum in Cleveland. But, wow, you are a busy man and uh, performing all over, you know, all over the world, really. Yes, yes. It, um, um, we've had a, um, an awesome run for the last four years, and I'm just grateful um, um, of all the invites um, from from promoters and you know, everybody to, you know, invite us out to, um, so that we can share um, our interpretation of the Mississippi blues. Well, I tell you, uh, listeners, if you guys have never seen Castro Coleman, Mississippi, the Mississippi Blues Child perform, this man is electric on stage. Uh, he jams that guitar like nobody's business. I don't know who is better than him. And uh, you've just had a great history in music. Why don't you tell our listeners just your lineage in music and what you've come through to now be even an international blues challenge uh, winner? Oh, yeah. Well, um, like I started playing guitar when I was six. Um, af- after after that, when my parents realized that I could play, uh, you know, they I started playing for everybody's church, you know. Uh, and um, my auntie, uh, my aunt Grace, uh, let me uh, play with, play for her quartet group, and I was grateful for that because now I'm able to be on stage at seven, you know, uh, learning learning from some of the best. Um, from that, um, in, in high school, um, just doing different talent shows and just, you know, being a part of anything musically, um, from that college and stage band, um, playing country music, that's, that's crazy, you know, mm-hmm. learning, learning country music and, and different styles of music, um, from that to, you know, starting my own group, the True Believers, and getting signed with, um, Blackberry, um, the, the Williams Brothers of Flavor. So now I'm in the company of, of even greater men, you know, Melvin Williams, the Doug Williams, the Harvey Watkins, you know, the Paul Porters, you know, all these great, you know, guitar playing <laughs> lead singers, you know. Well, um, Mr. Sippin, you're certainly getting those recognitions. You got a 2016 BMA Best New Artist album winner. Uh, lots of music coming from you. You've been on the cover of Living Blues magazine, and mm-hmm. I just wish we had more time to talk today. But want to encourage our listeners to check out Mr. Sip and his music. I'm, I know you can find it online. But hey, even better way, go to Grammy Museum Mississippi tomorrow, a tomorrow. day show. Uh, take the family and enjoy. Uh, but it's time for us to close out today, Mr. Sip. Thanks for being with us on the air. And we'll get you on next time when we can talk longer. Yes, indeed. That'll that'll work. That'll work. Thank you so much for having me. Well, uh, and thank you, our listeners, for joining us. Uh, For Kamel King, I'm Mary Margaret Miller. You've been listening to Next Stop Mississippi here on MPB Think Radio. We're produced by Michelle McAdoo. Stay tuned. Southern Remedy for Women is up next, and we hope you'll join us next week again on Next Stop Mississippi.